What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. This is the Nightly Morning Show for August 23rd, 2021. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. Welcome back to another Nightly Morning Show. Here from our couch, we have blue paper behind us. It's new to the YouTube people who watch this over there because last week we didn't upload the morning show to YouTube because we, um, or, or onto our podcast feed, because we said things in it that aren't allowed to be public. Right. Which we didn't know at the time. So if you watched the morning show last week, you know things that you shouldn't know. Did you delete the Twitch VOD? I will as soon as this is done. Well done. Yep. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> We're really good at this, y'all. We are great at keeping secrets companies we promise we are actually good at that it's not actually a big deal no it's fine yeah. it's just we didn't know we're making a bigger deal out of it to be funny but it is the start of the morning show which means it's time for me to ask that big question of the week how you doing clarus uh it's my birthday week yeah it is so i'm yeah i'm good she's finally turning 70 yeah y'all it's a yeah. big one i know i've been like 69 for so long that uh this one's just gonna feel really weird so yeah you know, it is what it is. Nice. But yeah, I'm... What? I'm... Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but um, it's, you know, it's going to be a really fun week. We're, we're streaming on the Twitch. I'm sponsored by uh, Vikings this week. Um, so Birthday sponsorship. Yeah, I have some uh, uh, opportunity to learn a bit of extra cash, so... I am also sponsored by Vikings Are at the same time. Do it. Should we make it a competition? We earn less money, then. No. Because if we hit 10 on both, it's the same as hitting 20, right? I guess so. I think the first 10 are the most valuable 10, right? No, for mine, it's every 10 is $120. Are you allowed to say that publicly? It doesn't say anything that I can't. Alright. Yeah, I read it. So, yeah, we're gonna compete. And then, what? what so, who, who? what happens for the winner? Uh... You get a pie the other person. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to mind. Wait, and are I we actually pieing each other? You okay, what? Well, nope, no, that's it. No, shake, no. shake my hand. We're gonna talk shake about this. Shake a boy his hand. <laughs> Anyways, how are you doing? Nope, no, we're doing this. The winner, the winner of the Vikings sponsorship competition, gets to pie the other in the face. Okay, but it has to be a lemon meringue pie, so at least it's, like, tasty. No, it's, no, 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 no. It's going to be, like, just whipped cream. It's not going to be, like, we're not going to waste a whole pie. We're basically just going to put to put a bunch of whipped cream in a thing and do this on video. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to waste a good pie. Fair enough. Fair Ladies enough. and gentlemen, uh, I'm going to be posting a link every 45 seconds for the rest of the week. I have regrets. Please, please. Please let me pie my wife in the face on I mean, video. I already have five people who did it, so... I'm so behind. Oh, no. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> folks, non-binaries, all of our friends, please click on my link and not Clarissa's. You don't have a link yet, which is very funny to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm so behind. The, okay. The weird part, though, is like I have a head start, but you have extra days at the end to surpass me where mm -hmm. I can't do anything about it, so... All right, well, this is going to be so fun. I'm so excited. Shall we get into the news? Yeah, let's get into the news. Um, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with video games, uh, television, or movies? No, we have a title story. I'm. What am I talking about? Y'all, the Spider-Man trailer 
has leaked online ahead of its release tonight. Okay, person at Sony who leaked this, because apparently someone at Sony leaked this. I, I don't... Literally, why? It's 24 hours. It's 24 hours. Just wait. Uh... Why would you lose your job to put a trailer out 24 hours early? What, what do you think... I was going to say Gizmodo. What, what's the site that got shut down because they showed Hulk Hogan's penis? I have no idea. That was a thing, right? Gawker? Was it Gawker? Whatever. My point is, why would, you, why would you jeopardize your job to put out a 10 or a, a, a 144p resolution leak trailer yeah. a day before we all get to experience it together tonight because of CinemaCon? Is yeah. all I'm saying. I don't really understand. Yeah. Uh, to be clear, we haven't watched it. Uh, if you're in our chat right now, please don't spoil it. Yep. We don't want, um, we don't want that. We don't want to be spoiled. We don't, we don't really do leaks. Like, I, mm -hmm. I, even, like. We don't even talk about set photos on here. Yeah. yeah. Like, when things leak, I almost never go check them out. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm like, I. It's not meant for me to see, so, like, I just don't, because it feels weird. Um, I, yeah, I, I want to watch it in my full, we don't have a 4K monitor, but, like, you know, Far 1440, you know. Oh, is it 14? Yeah, it's no, probably 1440. Our gaming monitor is Yeah, you know, like, I'm going to wait to watch it in good quality and enjoy it and not feel bad about it. <laughs> Frank and Beans are, are in our chat is saying, Sony leaked it to a, a Sony person leaked it to a reporter who leaked it to the internet you believe. If that is true, there are two people who want to lose their job to leak a trailer 24 hours in advance. Yeah, it just doesn't seem worth it. No, it doesn't. Richard Sim7 in the chat says, remember the date with the heart on the calendar in WandaVision? I don't. But is that date today, Richard Sim7? Mm. Is this like that thing how the final episode of Loki perfectly matches up with the final episode of WandaVision? So that the moment where Wanda goes full Scarlet Witch, the um, Kang is like, the multiverse. Really? Yeah, it's a weird thing. Oh my god. These layers... Y'all, this is too complicated for me. They're having too much fun. Here's <laughs> Richard Sims 7. The reason I think that that's a coincidence is because Marvel isn't in control of when this trailer comes out. Sony is. Right. Um, So I don't know that Sony would be willing to work with Marvel in that way. That's But maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe. I, you know, I, I don't actually... I don't know. That might be the case. Huh. If it is, Kevin Feige is just having too much fun. I mean, I feel like I would do that too. Oh, a thousand like, percent. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's so fun. Like, It just seems impossible because the committees of people that would have to be involved to make it happen seems like so much. Yeah. Right? Like, it just seems like the, the number of people that would have to okay it, unless Kevin Feige is really just like iron fist like what i say goes which he might be i you know i don't know i don't know how things work over there yeah. he might literally be able to say the trailer comes out on this day you know um mm -hmm. in what that came out in was that was january right so he would have had to have known that this he would have had to be like you know what i guarantee you eight months from now we're going to launch the trailer on this day and sony would have had to be like all right dude like i wonder if maybe it was like a not a, like, retcon, but, like, a, um... Oh, they had the date? 
the date was like yeah, in know. the episode, and they're like, "Well, what if we do it on that date?" I like, I wonder which came first. They were like, "We have this, we have this thing that people have been theorizing about, so we'll put something out on that day." Yeah, and it just happens that the Spider-Man trailer was the best thing. Yeah, yeah, I could, I could see that being the case. Are you excited for the trailer? Oh God, yeah, I'm no. really excited, but I'm not gonna watch it early. I'm gonna wait till tonight. The movie's three months away. No, four months away. September, October, November, December. It's like three and a half months away. Right. What? Hmm. I, this is, okay. Exactly, Richardson. <laughs> uh... What are you actually hoping to see in this trailer? Because there's a couple of things that have been rumored, right? Obviously, we've been rumored that we have all these villains coming back from past movies and past Spider-Man universes. Mm -hmm. And we have these rumors about Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in this trailer. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen it. I have seen some leaks, and so I do know some of the things that are in the trailer. Um, so I don't want to answer this question because I don't want to hint at anything. I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Okay. But, but I have not <clears throat> In spoiled. terms... Yes, I've managed to keep you away from that. Thankfully. I, I do this for you, my love. Thank you. Um, in terms of, like... Of the, so, of the, like, Norman Osborn, um, uh, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, we have Andrew and Toby coming back as their respective Spider-Mans. Are there any of those reveals that you would not want to be in the trailer because you would want them to be in the movie and be fresh when you see the movie? And is there a way for that to happen in modern filmmaking? Um, is there a way for that to happen? <coughs> I mean, sure, you can just choose, like, uh... I mean, for them to put out... Is there a way for them to market this movie without revealing those things? Yeah. Yeah. It's... I... I personally think that marketing is more about, like, consistency and, like, repetition. And maybe, like, one or two, like... Not spoils, but, like, big, like, bomb drops. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, I've decided, like, whether or not I want to see a movie based on a lot of other things like yeah, yeah. if it's part of a franchise it like i'll read the synopsis i'll see who's in it you know what i mean for me it's like you'll read the synopsis of like of, i feel like synopses are always lies not this not the synopsis but the like the like this is what it's about like that's the synopsis is it yeah okay i don't mean like i just wanted to clarify not like the after the movie's out synopsis of the whole no thing, no i know what you mean you mean like the, yeah, yeah the i i always feel like though i feel like synopses aren't a great way to judge what a movie's about because i feel like a lot of synopses are like um no i mean for me basically it's like if there's magic in it i'll go like fair. that's like i like fantasy and sci-fi stuff and, yeah, yeah. and i know that that's what i like and so for fair. me i don't know trailers like trailers don't make a huge impact on me in that way i don't know i i don't know about that because we've seen some like really incredible trailers mm -hmm. and like shang chi's had, and, and the internals honestly we've seen some really incredible marvel trailers lately yeah yeah the one thing i do want to see though is I do want to see the three Spider-Men in the meme position. The pointing? Yeah, that's all I want, really. I think that whether or not they have to show Andrew and Toby, and I don't, I want to be clear, I, this is not based on me having, I know I said I saw a leak, it is not about Andrew and Toby, I don't know if they're in this. Um, at all. I One way or the other, I don't know. It depends on what their role in the movie becomes. Like, if they are cameos who are swing through a portal in the third act, and they're just there for the big fight, hide it. 
hide the shit out of yeah, it. I don't yeah, want to yeah, see yeah. it for yeah. a second. I don't want, I want to see those thwips come through a portal and I want to lose my mind in the theater. Yeah, yeah. But if, if they're in the whole movie. Yeah, if they're there, if they're introduced in like the first act, fine. Yeah, put it in the trailer. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I definitely agree with that. If it's a late end, and I think this is what <clears throat> Free Guy did really well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that there were some like things that they threw into that last act Mm-hmm. That were not in the trailer at all, and were were so much more potent because we hadn't seen them yet. Well, and I, I remember we were watching um, the Free Guy trailers, and they put out the Dude trailer where they revealed the Dude, and there was a part of me that was like, I kind of wish they'd hidden this. Like this was fun, and I, I wish this had been just like a setup that you only yeah. saw in the movie. That's another like um, third act kind of thing. But the, the, the nice thing about the dude is that the dude isn't a spoiler, really. He's talked about throughout the movie, and then when he shows up, you just, you know he's gonna show up. Yeah. It's not, we, it's not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Like, there are literally characters throughout the movie being like, make this guy, I want him to look more like this. Like, they're, like, designing him throughout the movie, and then he gets dropped into the game, and you're like, oh, oh that, yeah, this, this wasn't a surprise. And then, what the free guy does really well is... After the dude shows up, everything from there to the end is surprises. Yeah. And they're so... And uh, this is not spoilers, but, like, the third act of that movie is so much fun. Yeah. Like, it's just so much fun. And there's so many surprises. There's cameos. There's all this stuff going on. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I get why you put the dude in the trailer now. Because he's not the spoiler. All of this other stuff is the spoiler stuff that the audiences should see fresh. The stuff that... I lost my mind for. Yeah. I loved Free Guy. I really, the more I think about Free Guy, the the optimism in it, like, if you haven't seen Free Guy yet, go see it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. But, um, the, the, when I saw that dude trailer, I was like, oh, you just spoiled the entire third act. And then I saw the movie and I was like, oh, you didn't, you didn't spoil anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was really well done. <laughs> you, I, none of this was expected. This is great. Yeah. There's definitely an art to making trailers. Yeah. Um, and Ryan Reynolds and his company are very good at it. Yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't like to. I, I I don't really have any expectations for what I want to see and what I want to be in this. Mm-hmm. I just want to let them do the work for me and and see see what see what they give. My one hope is that there is something in this movie that isn't from past movies. Like, I know that I I, I know that what has been talked about is. Villains from old movies and heroes from old movies. And Doctor Strange, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what we know. And obviously this movie's going to do with the fallout of the universe knowing that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Right? And th- that's kind of all I know. And this one other thing that I won't talk about. But I, w- I want there to be something in this movie. Maybe like one of the Sinister Six is new. I want to be introduced to something in this movie. Yeah. And not just have it be kind of like this re... And on- well, but maybe just seeing Toby Andrew and um, um, Tom Holland together will be new enough. And that'll feel like something new to latch on to. Um, yeah. No, I get that. I get that. Don't just rely on the, like, franchise and the name yeah. and everything. You know, give us something Give us something special, you know. Um, I would also, and this is just, th- th- this is totally random. I would just love to see um, Jamie Foxx as Electro get to, like, be really cool. Because uh-huh. I love Jamie Foxx. I think Jamie Foxx is, like singularly talented mm-hmm. in a way that very few people on this planet are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I really don't like his electro from Amazing Spider-Man 2. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I no? just don't like it. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, it, it, it's, it's not my favorite depiction of that character. 
Um, but I think Jamie Foxx has it in him to be amazing, and I just love that. I love he's so charming and wonderful, and we do not we, the world does not deserve. We Jamie do Fox. not deserve Jamie Foxx. <clears throat> he's so good, and his music. He's so like everything he puts out is just like singular and interesting. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how are you creative in so many different directions and like really exceptional at all of them? Yeah, I don't know how he does it. I don't know either. That man is blessed. Yeah. Um, I think we've talked enough about this, though. Mm-hmm. So let's move on to something else. You want to do video games, movies, streaming? Um, movies. We're getting a Black Canary movie, y'all. Moving from Marvel over to DC. Black Canary, the movie, is coming. Journey Smollett, who played Black Canary in the Birds of Prey movie that we both think is exceptional, yeah. directed by Kathy Ann, um, she's returning to the role. Uh, this movie's going to be straight to HBO Max, much like Batgirl, much like Blue Beetle, and much like, um, uh, there's another movie, right? I know we're also getting the Superman, um, the, um, Valzad Superman Mm -hmm. starring Michael B. Jordan. Mm -hmm. I think there's one more DC movie that's coming as well. Um, lots of DC content going straight to HBO Max. Green Lanterns, the show, is coming there. It's crazy times, but Journey Smollett will be reprising her role. Mm -hmm. And the most exciting news about this, in my opinion is that it's going to be written by Misha Green, who recently kind of became a household name for writing Lovecraft Country. Um, oh, I was like, and just, <laughs> You didn't watch Lovecraft Country, but uh, just, you know, kind of rose to universal acclaim for uh, the work that she did on that show. Journey Smollett, who will be playing Black Canary, mm-hmm. uh, was a star of that show. Mm-hmm. And so they seem to be teaming back up for a Black Canary movie. And once again, I have to ask... Warner Brothers, why, why why can't I go see this in a theater? Yeah. This sounds so cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is about Warner Brothers and their adversity to movie theaters. I, I just don't get it. Like, I get that you want to promote HBO Max. I get that. But I don't want... I want to pay for HBO Max to watch this movie again and again and again. Yeah. But I, I want the first time I see it to be in a theater. I don't yeah, want to see... Black Canary for the first time on my TV at home. I redundant. Um, yeah, it's. I I don't understand. Like like the movie going is an experience. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want to like. Not everybody has a 4K 70 inch television with surround sound. We don't. You know. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have we that. We don't have that, and so we can't like experience. Like, that that first, like, mo- movie experience, and I, want, I say first, but, like, you know, there are a lot of people who go to mm-hmm. the movies more than once um, to see a movie. Uh, yes, I go see movies more than once in theaters. No, and I think I think that that's great. And I'm, I, so, I, I'm so excited to watch Shang-Chi three times the day that it comes out. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. I, I, I just, like, I love movies. I love the movie theater experience. I love mm-hmm. going. I, I love everything about it. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. It feels like Warner Brothers is just kind of being a dick. They are. But at the same time, we are getting a Black Canary movie. Yes. Directed, or uh, written by Misha Green. Yes. So, like, at the end of the day, it's very exciting. Journey Smollett, I, I'm going to be honest. In terms of Birds of Prey, I felt like she... 
I, I thought that Johnny Smollett did a great job in that movie. Mm-hmm. I did not feel like Black Canary was given as much of an arc or as much to do as other characters. No, no. Um, and so I'm really happy to see that she's getting this opportunity to feature more. Totally. Um, Black Canary was, you know, my one complaint with Birds of Prey is that Black Canary just suddenly has superpowers at the end of the movie. Yeah. And they're not set up in any way in that film. Um, and it's okay because, like, it's not really about her and the, the story is... Fa- I, I love Birds of Prey. I don't want anyone to think I'm complaining. Mm. I just think that um, Black Canary was, like, of the five Birds of Prey in that movie, she's number five. Um, in terms of what was given to her. Yeah. Um, yeah, she gets it, the short straw, for sure. But having Misha Green step in and take the reins on the writing of that character, I know that, like, we're gonna get to dive into that character now, and that's mm. so exciting to me, because I really, I, I love the what was teased at in Birds of Prey, and, uh, you know, we got the appetizer, I want that full meal. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I want that entree. And give me a post-credit scene this little bit of dessert, you know? <laughs> Is this a weird metaphor? It's, it was a choice, but, like, you committed. So. A movie is like a meal. <laughs> yeah, it is. It kind of is. You know what? It kind of is. They're similar experiences. You go out, you take your wife to them, you know, you wait in a line, you sit down, mm-hmm. you eat, you you get really excited near the end. You pay way um, too much money for food. You pay way too much money for food. That is the realist. That is... First so things much- first, that's the realist. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I, I think this has an unbelievable amount of potential. And after Lovecraft Country wasn't picked up for season two, um, I think that seeing Misha Green be given these opportunities and, and, and be recognized for like the incredible writing work that she did on that show, um, I think is really awesome. And I just, I'm so excited to see where she goes because her dialogue is actually like good to listen to, which mm-hmm. sounds like a weird compliment, but... There's a lot of movies that are, like, fun and quippy and, like, stuff, but, like, the dialogue can be a little... Uh. So a superhero movie written by someone who treats their dialogue as carefully and intentionally as Misha Green does mm-hmm. is really exciting to me, and I, I just, I cannot wait to experience this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is gonna be really fun. Yeah, it is. Um, in other writer boarding project news, we are getting Armor Wars. We've known about this for a while. It's going to be the um, Don Cheadle-led War Machine show coming to Disney Plus, mm-hmm. um, and it has found its head writer. Uh, as most of us know, but if you don't, I'm more than happy to fill you in. The way that the Disney Plus shows have been working has been they've had, like, a writer write the whole season. Um, uh, Michael Waldron uh, did Loki. Right. Um, I can't remember the others off the top of my head right now. Um, and uh, so the writer... Sorry, I had to pull up my iPad to make sure I got uh, his name right. Yari uh, Yasir Lester. Sorry, I cannot read. Uh, Yasir Lester um, has been tapped to be the head writer of Armor Wars. Interestingly, similarly to the Black Canary story we just talked about, where Journey Smollett and Misha Green worked together on Lovecraft Country and are now working on Black Canary, uh, Yasir Lester was uh, one of the writers on Black Monday, a show that Don Cheadle, the star of Armor Wars, did for... Um, is that on Showtime, I think? I have no idea. Uh, what, what is interesting is I kind of expected Armor Wars to be a slightly more serious Disney Plus show. Um, I kind of just expected it to have a little bit more um, uh, weight to it, Uh, and it might still, but uh, notably, Yasir Lester was a writer on Black Monday, which is a very, very funny comedy. I've only seen season one, but it's excellent. Uh, Paul Shearer and Don Cheadle are both fantastic on that Mm -hmm. show. Uh, He also wrote on Girls, uh, the Lena Dunham show, and he wrote on the Carmackle show, which is definitely comedy. 
Uh, so, so you're thinking comedy. <clears throat> well, it just seems like Armor Wars is being tackled by someone who has a real strong comedic flavor. Yeah. Um, and who hasn't written anything, um, you know, in the case of Misha Green on uh, Black Canary, Lovecraft Country is a sci-fi epic yep. television series, right? Totally. Um, there's nothing kind of in Yasir Lester's background that's action-y or uh, drama-heavy. He's written a lot of comedy. Mm -hmm. And so it's going to be really interesting to see what he brings to Armor Wars. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I... I would have expected as well it to be a little more serious, like, a drama? I expected, like, almost like a homeland. Yeah. So, now I'm, like, a lot more curious mm -hmm. about what this is going to be. I think it's exciting because between um, Black Monday and House of Lies, which are two... Thank you for the follow, Kemin Hao Bonitinho. Um... Oh, I have... I have no uh, idea what you just wrote. English only in the chat, please. Sorry about that. Um, so, Armor Wars is... Um, yeah, I, I'm very curious to see what's going on with Armor Wars um, now. Uh, oh, no, what I was saying. Uh, Don Cheadle in House of Lies and in Black Monday is so funny. Like, his comedic mm -hmm. his comedic potential has never... He's, he's had some good one-liners in the MCU, but the MCU has never really tapped into just how funny Don Cheadle can really be. Yeah. And this yeah. is giving me hope that one, now that Don Cheadle is giving is going to be the lead of an MCU project, mm -hmm. he's really going to bring his comedic chops to play. Um, and um, I'm just very excited for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm <clears throat> looking forward to it. It's going to be really fun. Uh, Frank and Beans in the chat is asking, isn't Armor Wars going to introduce Ironheart? Well, uh, actually, Frank Means. <laughs> Black Panther 2 is going to be introducing Ironheart. We learned this week that the first appearance, the first MCU appearance of Riri Williams, the successor to Black, uh, to Iron Man in the MCU, will be appearing um, in uh, Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever, uh, which is interesting because Riri Williams is a character who is not necessarily a globe-trotting hero. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, she protects her home city of Chicago, mm -hmm. and... Um, because of that, uh, I'm surprised to see her appearing in a, a movie that I thought would take most take place mostly in um, Wakanda. However, Riri is also uh, a young black girl who happens to be one of the smartest people on the planet. Uh, there's also in Black Panther 2, Shuri, who is a young black girl who happens to be one of the smartest people on the planet. Uh -huh. And I want them to be friends. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I'm so excited for that. Um, mm -hmm. Do you think... Do, do you think Black Panther 2 then is going to take place partially in Chicago and that's how they meet? Or do you think they're going to interesting. bring them in in a different way? Like, I don't, like, does oh, Ironheart end up in Wakanda for some reason? Or, or is, or is the movie going to take place in Chicago? Or is it somewhere else and they just happen to meet because of, like, I don't know, the Olympics or some event, like... Well, no, but you know what I would kind of love? At the end of Black Panther, the uh -huh. first one, they set up that Black Panther is opening up um, institutions around the world to share their technology and their intelligence and stuff with the world. Right. It would be really fun if... Oh, Frank and Beans is right there with me. Uh, Riri be one of the students at the new schools that Wakanda is sponsoring. Um, that would actually be great. Yeah, I would love for that... Uh, if, you know, Shuri is visiting a school in Chicago, mm -hmm. meets Riri, and becomes, like, a mentor to her. Yeah. I think that would be really beautiful. I think there's, like, a... There's a... 
could, because it would be fulfilling the storytelling promise of the end of the first Black Panther movie. And, like, yeah. it would be making Riri Williams kind of be a legacy of T'Challa's acts as king of Wakanda. Yeah. I think yeah, would yeah. be a beautiful in-universe um, connection between uh, Chadwick Boseman and the, the ongoing MCU. To be, like, this thing that T'Challa did really did have the significant impact on the MCU moving forward. Yeah, 100%. Um, and kind of making uh, the last thing we see T'Challa do as King of Wakanda be a really important, like, you know, uh, uh, act for the world moving forward. Um, as, you know, it, it, obviously Black Panther 2 is going to be a lot about remembering Chadwick Boseman. I think for sure. we all know that that's going to be a part of the film. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I don't know, that would be a beautiful touch. Do you think Ironheart is going to be a, like, prominent character? Or do you think it's just going to be kind of like, not like more of like a cameo style where it's, um, you know, they meet and we don't really get to see quite like the development of those like relationships yet and that'll be like for the next thing? Mm -hmm. Or do you think there's going to be a little more of a focus on it? Because I think, I think you make a good point about it really fulfilling the end of the last episode, or not yeah. episode, the end of the last movie. Um, so I could honestly, s like, see it either way. Yeah, I think it goes either way. I think it's so far, it's, you know, they just started filming Black Panther 2. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I don't think we'll know the answer to that for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, but either way, that's, just, it's, it's cool news. And honestly, I hadn't really thought about Riri and, you know, I saw the headline, but I hadn't thought about how it would tie into the movie yet with, like, mm -hmm. the international schools and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really... That, that, that's, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited for Black Panther 2. Me too. I have so... Like, I just have, like, so much anticipated love for this movie already. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it's gonna be hard to watch, I think, but in, like, a special way. Yeah, I think... Um, I think after last week's What If episode... Um, that's centered around T'Challa. Uh, mm -hmm. We won't spoil anything in case you haven't seen it yet, but um, it is the T'Challa episode. And, um, you know, that that hit in a way, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I think this there will definitely be feels uh, all around for this movie. But, yeah. Um, yeah, God, that's exciting. I'm so, I'm so excited for the MCU right now. There's so much happening. I know. Um, do we have any other MCU news I want to talk about before we move on? No, we don't. Let's get into... That thing we talk about every week. <clears throat> the weekend box office. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have some title. big news. Free Guy holds off Paw Patrol for the number one spot. Let's look at our uh, graphic here. Uh, Free Guy comes in in its second weekend, still at number one, with $18.7 million. This is only a drop of 33%, which is actually the best second weekend drop of the entire summer. Wow. Uh, so Free Guy clearly uh, hitting well domestically um, and is doing uh, much better than anyone anticipated. We'll be definitely getting a sequel to that movie. Paw Patrol is a, one of four new movies to come out this weekend. Uh, it's the only one to crack into the top five, though, coming in at $13 million. I, I honestly have no idea if that's good or bad. I do want to call <laughs> out Paw Patrol for a moment uh, and just say, hey, Paw Patrol, um... I, I don't think it's super cool that you replace all your voice actors with famous people for the movie. I think that you should have given the Wait, voice actors what? that have been doing the TV show their parts back for the big film, but whatever. What? Um, wow. uh, in third place, we have Jungle Cruise still 
holding. It was in third place last week. Don't Breathe 2 was above it, but dropped below it. Um, and uh, in fourth place, Don't Breathe 2 at 5 million. Uh, respect the uh, Aretha Franklin, Jennifer Hudson uh, starring biopic is uh, coming in at 3.8 million. That was Jennifer Hudson starring as Aretha Franklin, as Aretha Franklin. not um, the two of them starring in a movie together, uh, <laughs> which would be a little bit wild. Um, yeah, so that's your top five. Um, yeah, the Paw Patrol thing's a little bit weird to me. Um, that is so shitty. It, it's, it, it is what it is, right? Like, I just think that in terms of that cast, you have a cast that's really shown up for you for a long time. Yeah. I should, I'm just going to check to make sure I have this right. Because I don't... You talk. Give, give, okay. Get, get in there. Say some things. Oh, God. All right. Um, I don't know. Uh, Free Guy coming in at number one isn't like a huge surprise to me, but I'm really happy to see it because uh, we think it's a great movie. Um, as we've talked about many, many times, if you can get out to see it, it's really, really, really well worth the watch. Um... Jungle Cruise is the only other one I've on there that I've seen. Um, seems to be dropping, but like has made some money, so I think it's gonna be okay. Um, I we didn't see Respect, um, but I do have a friend that went and saw it. Um, and he said it was really, really well done. So it might, I might like we might have to go see it. I feel like it would. I think it's probably beautiful, and uh, like you know, Jennifer Hudson is incredible. Apparently, she just is flawless in it. Oh, no, we will definitely be seeing Respect. I'm yeah. very, very excited for that movie. Yeah. Um, if I didn't have my job, my new job, we probably would have seen it already. It's just, finding time right now is a little tricky. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a couple of other things I want to talk about with the box office. Uh, the first of which is um, that uh, um, Fast 9 is a few million dollars away from $700 million internationally, which is absolutely huge for them. They're doing really well all over the world. Uh, they are still uh, crushing it, and um, uh, Quiet Place Part Two is closing in on three hundred million dollars uh, internationally. Th those both those movies will hit those marks by the end of the week. Hmm. Um, the Suicide Squad uh, continues to fall. Unfortunately, it did fall out of the top five. Uh, it has pulled in a hundred and forty million dollars so far worldwide. That is not a number that the Suicide Squad could possibly be happy with. Um, well, yeah, their budget was high. They had so many people in it. And... Yeah, yeah, it's so it's it's an expensive movie, and it's really a shame because I, I think it's fantastic. Um, I really do. Um, and uh, the you know um, what was the other thing I want to say? Oh, uh, we had some news this week because Luca was the first movie allowed into China uh, from the West. Uh, it was the first uh, Western film to play in China since. Um, uh, June, June, I believe. Yeah. And pulled in $5.1 million in its opening weekend there. It's not a great opening. Uh, it's not certainly, uh, but, but for a Pixar movie, it's not that low. Uh, Soul opened to $9.1 million okay. and wasn't considered to be a total disaster. Uh, so this is less than that, but you know, it isn't great. It is ahead of Onward, which famously did not perform very well in, uh, the Middle Kingdom, although that was right at the beginning of the pandemic. Uh, and so it's tough to compare those things. Yeah. Uh, it's going to sure. be a long time before a Pixar movie does in China what Coco managed to do there. Mm -hmm. uh, Coco was a runaway hit in China yeah. uh, and in Mexico and in everywhere else in the world because that movie will just wreck your emotional soul for a day or two. Um, Coco is very good. If you haven't seen Coco, go see Coco. Okay. Yeah, it's on Disney+. Plus. Do you know almost everything's on Disney+. Plus. 
Yep. Sure is. I have a feeling one day we'll just be, we will be on Disney+. Plus. The nightly morning show will be, no we won't, we say the F word too much. Um, we'll be in Disney Plus Star. Oh, we'll be in the stars section. We'll be in the, we'll be in the adult section of Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, uh, there was something else I wanted to talk about, but I don't have it pulled up. Give me two seconds. Um, (laughs) Uh, oh, uh, Black Widow managed to pass $180 million domestically, Mm -hmm. um, which is, uh, I, I don't know. According to Scott Johansson, it's terrible, uh, and she deserves all of it. Um, I'm kidding, of course, um. That I'm, I'm being facetious. I know, uh, I know, I know. Scott Johansson is suing Disney. We're not going to talk about it uh, today. We talked about we'll it. We'll talk about it when there's news about it. And it's not yeah. just them taking pot shots at each other in the news. Yeah, they're just being mean to one another. Um, it's just... Here's the thing. I want to be so sympathetic to Scott Johansson. I really do. But it's also like millionaires arguing over millions of dollars. Yeah, I don't... And I'm like, I made, I made $80 yesterday... Yeah, the problem is, though, like, it's not about the money. Oh, no. Uh, but right? I, I'm trying to recognize that that is also true, while at the same time acknowledging that deep down, I'm like, when you're throwing around millions of dollars, I just start to, like, not care as much. I don't know. I, I haven't been thinking about it in terms of actual, like, figures. Uh, I'm, lo- like, I've been looking at the situation as um, Disney gave a contract to a performer, an actor for such and such and that person got screwed over and got screwed out of money that they were supposed to make and i would i but disney's argument is yes covid19 hit and we all got screwed out of money we were supposed to make but like you can't just you can't just be like oh sucks that you lost out and we got to keep all this because but they but they didn't that's not what she's arguing. She's arguing that their release strategy, if they had waited longer to release it to when the box office was healthier, she would have made more money. But because they put it out when they did, she made less money. So she's owed more money. No, she's mad that it went on Disney Plus, which I think if you're no. gonna... Yeah. No, she is arguing that the release strategy that they used caused Black Widow to underperform. I thought her argument was that that she made less money because it went to Disney Plus. No, so her her lawsuit is alleging that the release strategy for Black Widow makes it so that she's going to make less money than she would have if they had opened it when the box office was doing better. Okay, well that you can't prove. You kind of can though, right? Because there's it is the twenty fourth film in a franchise where you can say this is you can kind of say say how much money it was going to make. Her, the $50 million that she's alleging isn't that there's $50 million in Disney Plus money that she's owed, right? The uh, She is alleging that the release strategy that they used because of... But the release strategy including putting it to Disney Plus. That is a portion of it, but she doesn't bring that up in her lawsuit because she doesn't want to mention the fact that she is getting money from Disney Plus. Whereas Disney, in their counter-argument, which was bad because they were like, well, she already made $20 million. They were trying to throw her under the bus for that. Yeah. Her Their counter-argument was, Scott Johansson is going to get a cut of the Disney Plus money, but she never brings up Disney Plus in her thing because she was not, she didn't want to talk about the fact that she was getting money from that. Her argument is that it was the strategy that Disney used and the timing that they put the movie out in that cost her $50 million. I thought it came down to the fact that it was not exclusively in theaters. No. Disney satisfied the portion of her contract that says, 
whatever it is, that it has to open wide in more than 1,500 theaters, right? And it opened in 4,000 theaters. So, like, Disney satisfied that portion of our contract, and that's why Disney's counter-argument... And look, they're both right, and they're both wrong, right? It's complicated, and it's messy, and it's legal, and so that's why it's going to get settled out of court, because whatever. We're never going to know how much... Here's the the truth, okay? Scarlett Johansson is going to get millions of dollars from this. How much? I don't know. But her argument isn't, like that you put it on Disney Plus to steal money from me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how some people are reporting it, but that's not the case. Her yeah, that's argument, the impression I was under. Her argument is... I, we said we weren't going to talk about this in here. I we know, I'm sorry. It. Her argument is that if they hadn't released it the way that they did, it would have performed better at another time, and she would have made money because it would have made $900 million, and she would have her percentage would be $50 million. But because of when it is coming out... Um, they she's not going to get that 50 million because the movie isn't going to make enough for her percentage to be 50 million she is going to get the right percentage of the box office that she is owed right the her argument is that the box office is small because of how they released it okay so sure she is arguing on speculative money yeah that the movie would have made if covid weren't here and disney is saying covid's here yeah. Like, COVID hit. I, we don't know what to tell you. Like, And so, okay. I, I agree with her because she took a smaller upfront deal with them saying that she'll get back in and there was an anticipated how much money back end it would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she's saying the... the she is alleging but that Disney's the... acting in bad faith in terms of the original um, intention of the contract between them and Disney is saying the world changed and the con we're going to uphold the contract as written but the intention at the time doesn't matter as much because the world is not the same world i'm sorry if this uh, is really complicated but no 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 no, it's, no. It's, it's no it's fair and and i i understand where your lack of sympathy comes from because I, i'm i'm listening to this and i'm kind of thinking oh now it does seem like it's about the money and the dollar value of it it's a hundred percent about I thought it was like Scarlett Johansson is going to make morality m- of it. If she hadn't, if she hadn't done this lawsuit, she would make millions of dollars. Yeah. And because of this lawsuit, she's going to make a few more million dollars. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like the grips on the movie aren't going to make more money. <laughs> like, no. Like, uh, yes, Scarlett Johansson can buy another yacht. I I'm sorry, but like I I'm less sympathetic towards that cause. No, that's fair. Then no, I, I would be if it was like. If Scott Johansson was like, I, you know, we all deserve more because we worked in COVID conditions or something like that. Like, something that, like, affects more than just her yeah. and her team. But Scott Johansson saying, well, if the movie had come out at a different time, it would have made more money. Therefore, I would have made more money. So, on speculation, I am suing you because I think yeah. in bad faith, you put the movie out in a way that inadvert that not intentionally hurt me, but does hurt me. So, I want $50 million. Is, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah, no, no, that's argument I, that... I, I, I can see why you didn't want to talk about it because that's just like. But it's complicated. What are you supposed to? Yeah. And Disney, Disney didn't handle it well, and I'll be really honest. I think that Disney's yeah. original statement is a little shitty. But at the same yeah. time, Disney's original statement is a little shitty, and this has kind of come out in the press because Scott Johansson and her team didn't warn them about the lawsuit. The lawsuit kind of just came at them and was public all at once, and they were like, "We've worked with you for ten years." You could have at least talked to we us. We could have first. had a heads up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so they fought, they shot back really hard because it felt like they were kind of getting a surprise attack um, and they didn't feel like they deserved it. 
And so they didn't handle it super great. Yeah. Um, they're also in the middle of a pandemic bleeding money. And so they're like, we don't know what to tell you. All of our movies are doing worse than they should. Yeah. Jungle Cruise should have made, I don't think a billion dollars, but I think Jungle Cruise in normal times would have hit $800 million. I, I think, I, I think Disney's out here being like, yeah, we're all losing money. Yeah. We're all, everyone is losing money. What do you want us to do? Not release anything? Like, yeah. Like, how long were they supposed to hold on to it? If you, if they held Black Widow off for another year, nobody cares about it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. People were already at that point, right? People were already sitting there going, I don't give a shit. Why is this coming out? Yeah. And so when, when Scott Johansson's out here saying like, well, if they had waited longer and they'd released it when the box office was doing better, when, when is that? Yeah. How are you? Yeah. No. You know what I mean? And so it's, it's complicated. And I also think that, I think that Scholar Johansson is overestimating how many people care about a prequel to Black Widow's death now that her character's dead in the MCU. Yeah. I think if this movie had come out pre-Endgame, it would have done so much better than post-Endgame. Yeah, it does seem a lot more selfish than I had originally thought. I don't think it's selfish. I think that she's totally right to do the lawsuit. Sure. I just don't care. Yeah. Because it's millionaires arguing about millions of dollars. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, go to court, have fun. I just, I, I don't. I'm literally, I'm literally over (laughs) hearing millionaires whine at each other about how many millions they didn't make because of COVID. Meanwhile, I'm wearing a mask in a heat warning on a sidewalk, breaking my feet and back, trying to make enough money to pay my rent. Mm -hmm. And I just don't care. I'm sorry that you only made 35 million instead of $50 million. I, that's so, that is so tough. Yeah. That's, that's, that's rough. I'm sorry that your movie couldn't open to $700 million because COVID hit. But like at the end of the day, and like Disney made the comment where they're like, she seems to be rather callous about the situation on COVID-19 and everyone's blasting Disney for that. And I'm like, no, she kind of is being a little bit callous about the fact that not many people are going to go to the movies right now because they don't want to die. Yeah. And I'm like, I just think that we have... I get it. Like, there's this whole, like, we want to support her because it is a woman suing a big company over money, and there's a misogyny element, but I'm like, the, the misogyny element is is a part of it, probably, and I don't know how to argue that. Yeah. The argument I do understand here is no movie is doing what it should. You think Suicide Squad really should only make $140 million? The movie's brilliant. Yeah. Black Widow is not the best movie we've seen this summer. No, no. I like it. I think you should watch it. I, I We've positively reviewed it. It is not the best movie this summer. No. If you were to list the movies that I would tell you to go, it's not in the top five movies that I would say go watch. Yeah, no, it was kind of forgettable, to be honest. And so I'm just kind of... This, you know, I, I think that everyone is jumping on her side here because Disney's original statement sucked so bad. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. literally. Mm-hmm. Disney, Disney came out a little bit hard because they wanted to play hardball and... That hardball didn't necessarily play well optically, but I don't think Disney's necessarily in the wrong. Yeah, yeah. And that's complicated, and I'll probably get hate for it, and I'll be called a misogynist and whatever. But, like, this isn't about... This isn't about that to me. Yeah. This is about the fact that, like, your 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 argument is built on speculative money. Yeah. Based on if the box office weren't hampered by COVID-19. It's not about Disney+. And Scarlett jo- Everyone else made it about Disney+, and Scarlett Johansson didn't. 
Yeah, and that's what the impression I was under, and I'm sorry, I know you didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. But I, I like, I, yeah, I was confused. I was like, wait, I thought this was about... No, it, it is about the speculative how much money that Black Widow would have made in a alternate timeline. Literally. That's literally what this lawsuit is about. And, like, I hope that you get that alternate, alternate timeline money, Scott Johansson. You seem excellent, and I'm not, like, mad at her, whatever, I don't really care, but... Yeah. She's great and fantastic and, you know, has some questionable out-of-touch choices. To be, let's be honest, Scott Johansson's a little bit out-of-touch pretty consistently. She's a rich white girl, like... <laughs> who thinks that she can play any race that she wants. Um, yeah. I guess I, I, I'm not that sympathetic towards Scott Johansson for a number of reasons. I don't care. It's millionaires screaming at each other about millions of dollars. I just, I just want to have food on my table and pay my rent. Yeah. I would love to own a house one day uh, and Scott Johansson can buy seven with the money she made from this movie so yeah. I don't at least know. seven very nice houses i'm sorry your movie only made 180 million dollars domestic that's tough that you know you're right that <laughs> woe is you yeah jesus god it must be so difficult we're talking about the box office right we yeah mm -hmm. i don't know i'm sorry i'm sorry if i'm coming across as like a misogynistic ass mm -hmm. I, I i don't I don't mean to. I, I don't hate Scott Johansson. I'm not. I, I just. No, I get that. It's like it doesn't matter. Like go, go play your, go, go play it out. Do your thing. But yeah, it, it's hard to care about it. But like the these the people who are talking about this as if Scott Johansson is this like feminist icon for doing this. I'm like, is she? Is that really what the like? Is that what it takes to be an icon now? Is to just sue the company that you worked for for 10 years that made you arguably the biggest female star on the planet that made you a multi 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 millionaire that yeah. you could have made anything for the rest of your life for like it was this really worth it mm -hmm. long term the the real question long term for me is what like do people want to work with scott johansson after this I guess we'll see. And I think Disney and her will make up publicly and they'll make movies together in the future because it's just too too valuable. But, like, you know, there is also a world where it's like, well, are you going to sue us if the movie doesn't perform well enough in your eyes? Like, yeah. that's a weird... That is a weird lawsuit to me. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I And, like, look, there's a part of it... There is a part of it that's like, look, uh, Robert Downey Jr. made $50 million for the Avengers movie. Realistically. Does Black Widow, or as Black Widow, does Scott Johansson deserve the same amount? Probably. Is it a shame that she's been paid less? Yes. I don't think that she, I don't think that like those previous things should be factored into like this contract though, and been like, well, based on other things that aren't in the contract, we should say the contract works this way. Yeah, I don't know. that's yeah, complicated. That's complicated, yeah. Complicated. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> Did everyone leave? No. Um, her fight with uh, Disney feels like watching Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk argue about who pays more if they split the bill equally at lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson can put out another movie next year and make $20 million again. She'll be fine. Yeah, Scarlett Scar gonna be just fine. She's gonna be fine. She's one of the most beautiful women on the planet. Her husband is one of the kindest, funniest men on the planet. They just had a baby, Cosmo. Like, she's living her best life as a millionaire. Cosmo? Alright. Like... Mass literally Jackson. she's she's living her best life she'll be fine oh yeah she's fine We're and you know worried. she'll probably get another 15 million dollars out of the lawsuit so i hope she doesn't play another trans or person of color um <laughs> mm -hmm. should we move on to something fun sure 
It's time for Clarus to make up the news. That Everybody's favorite segment. Not what I had in mind. Uh, you can't. Oh, that was rude. I was so engrossed. Oh my god. <laughs> I just gave you so much fodder to talk about here. No. Yeah, we just had so many stories. Oh my god, and now all I'm thinking about is Scarlett Johansson. Hey. Hey. Oh god. Scarlett okay. Johansson. Very good. Pretty good actress. You seen Lucy? It's fun. It makes no sense, but it's fun. It's fun, yeah. It's fun. It's a fun movie. It's it's dumb. Yeah. It makes zero sense. But Lucy's fun. I like Lucy. I didn't hate watching it. I didn't love it as much at home. It was more fun in theaters. Because I saw Lucy opening night, and like opening night with like a big audience, it was so much fun. And then I watched it again on my own, and I was like, this is less fun without people to like, you know, experience it with. Yeah. Which is why theaters are important. Yeah. 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 You want to make up the news? No, not really. All right. Uh, God. Oh, boy. Um. Oh, her. Yes. Her is brilliant. Scott Johansson's voice in her, incredible. Highest grossing actor, isn't it Samuel L. Jackson? Uh, the highest grossing actor of all time, if you count cameo roles, is Stan Lee. If ah. you don't count cameo roles, it's Samuel L. Jackson. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I might know that one, because we've talked about it. Yeah, Sam Jackson, uh, by virtue of being in Star Wars, the MCU, uh, Quentin Tarantino movies, uh, Spike Lee movies, mm-hmm. um... Every movie. The Hitman's Wife Bodyguard. The Hitman's Bodyguard. Good oh, movies. Oh, God. Yeah, Sam Jackson's had a career, y'all. Truly. Yeah. Um, you want to make up the news? Um, uh, <laughs> I forgot what we talked about. And you, we're, I, you don't need to reiterate the news. You have to make up the news. Yeah, but I need something to inspire me. Mm-hmm. He's just missing Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. And then he's just got, he's got them all. Although, you know, there is potential for him to be in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It could, could happen. It. Could happen. Um, he could be Tom Bombadil. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> no! <laughs> for the trees, motherfucker! <laughs> Oh my god. I would let's be honest, I would watch Sam Jackson in literally anything. Oh yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah. Oh. 100%. Lit- literally anything. We all know his best piece was Snakes on a Plane. And look. I didn't see it. I I hold that Snakes on a Plane is brilliant. That movie is so much fun. If you have a little bit of a little bit of marijuana, a little bit of Snakes on a Plane, it, you can't go wrong. That movie is Fantastic. I don't know. I, is it good? That sounds no. horrifying. Is it uh, amazing? Yes. Yeah, no, that sounds that sounds horrifying. I'm too scared of the snakes to watch it. That's fair. Um, I love I love Snakes on a Plane. I think I think that movie is like a, a cult just classic film. <laughs> um, breaking news is Samuel L. Jackson is cast as Valerian the Black Dread in Game of Thrones. No, I'm not letting you get away with that. <laughs> no, you have to make fair. up some news. That's fair. That's fair. Nightmare of the Wolf released today. Oh, we have a Witcher movie to watch. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Oh, my God. Steak. I forgot. I keep forgetting it's Monday. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) I have news. Real news. Witcher. 
Nightmare of the Wolf, the prequel movie starring um, Vesemir. Vesemir as a young, very, very, very handsome man. Vesemir was hot when he was young. Mm-hmm. Have you? We watched the trailer. Yeah, He's, yeah. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. Vesemir. Vesemir can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, very excited for that. Make up some news, babe. I have nothing. Make up some news. Ah. Make up some news. Oh God. Um. Uh. Uh. We've been doing this for almost a year. It doesn't help. That makes it harder. I know we're two months away from the one-year anniversary of the nightly morning show. Oh my God, that's wild. Yeah. That makes it harder though because I can't do like something that I've already done. Do you even remember what you've made up in the past? Not really. I don't either. I remember something about oranges, and I think I made up the plot of Spider-Man. <laughs> Do you remember when you thought... <laughs> I thought I was making up the news, but I just made you real just news. Made, you just said a fact. <laughs> well, yeah. the color... or The, the word for the, the fruit orange actually came first. Vikings, not yet stick as me, but we will have a Vikings link. Yes, that link, that because link Because be we're, we're having a competition. Oh, God, I hate it. Make up, come on, babe, we gotta go. We're at 56 minutes, we have news stories left. I need you to, I need you to get I in here and make an, up some I dang news. inspiration. Um, <clears throat> Spider-Man, go. I already did a Spider-Man thing. Shang-Chi, go. Ah. Uh... <laughs> best one was the Tucker Carlson. Uh, so they've actually uh, announced a... Um, Shang-Chi has not come out yet. Um, but the writers are already reportedly working on the sequel. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Eleven Rings. Um, and that um, the plot of the story is actually that uh, Shang-Chi finds the love of his life and gets married. <laughs> the eleventh ring is the, the wedding ring. ring is his uh, wedding band, which of course is the most powerful out of the uh, eleven rings. Um, That's not where I thought you were going. It has the power of respect and persuasion. <laughs> <laughs> he gets advantage to all his persuasion roles. Yeah, I really working I, on it right now. I really, really thought you were going to say the eleventh ring is a cock ring. Um, <laughs> I was, you know, it's the morning show, I was trying to go a little more PG, that's gonna be the, 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 like, third movie, it's gonna be the Twelve Rings, and, the, you know, the, the marriage is gonna have some problems, and they're gonna have to figure it out. I like the sequel will be, uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Five Rings, cause they'll get divorced and his ex will take half the rings. Have to take, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. Well done, yeah. that was funny. Thank you. That was good. Short and sweet. That was good. You're welcome. I appreciated that. <laughs> All right. She made up the news, which means back to the real news. This is real news. That was fake news. Uh, if you are a PS4, PS5 player, you get early access to the Call of Duty Alpha for the new game Call of Duty Vanguard this week. Mm. Yeah, it's going to start on the 27th. Uh, and I have to ask, why do, pl- why do PlayStation players always get this stuff first? It was the same with Avengers last year, right? The yeah. Avengers beta went to PS players first and then other things. I don't know. Um, I don't know. We're just sitting here trying to get our hands on a PlayStation. Yeah, this I actually just included the story because I wanted to say, hey Sony, can I have a can I can I give you money, and then you give me a PlayStation? Please. Can I buy it? Dear God. I just want to buy it. I don't want to have to sign up for <laughs> Bell Internet to be able to buy a PlayStation. We can't even sign up for Bell Internet. No, we, we already, already have, have Bell it. Internet. We could have a second Bell Internet. 
Is that like second breakfast? What about second Wi-Fi? What's your Wi-Fi password? I don't think he's heard of a Wi-Fi password, Pippin. Oh, God. I hate that. Sony has deals with Square Enix and Activision. Taters has the answer for us. So that's why they get the alpha first. Thank you, Taters. Uh, Yeah, if you're a Call of Duty person, you can play that. Um, I didn't watch the leak. Please send me a PlayStation. I didn't watch the leak. I didn't. Please send me a PlayStation. I will pay you money. Or I will make videos about it every day for the rest of my life. Just let me have a PlayStation. We will buy... It from you. In PlayStation news, though, this uh, might be our last story of the day. It is. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Australians have been getting an updated PS5. What? The lucky Australians who have managed to get their hands on one have been getting the latest model, a new model. The thing's been out for almost a year, and we are at our first updated model, Clarus. Can you guess what has changed? Um, they made it... A millimeter smaller. No. They changed the screw that screws the base into the PS5. It's a totally new system. Wow, we have to get it. <laughs> uh, the Previously it had a metal screw that you had to use a... Um, uh, no, no, no. A um, Whatever the flat one is, the flathead screwdriver to uh, uh, take off. Uh, now it is, the cap on the screw is plastic and ridged so that you can hand turn it uh, for ease of access to make it a little bit easier to get the base on and off in case you're someone who is a monster who regularly changes the way their PlayStation is oriented in their house. Who, um, who, who does that? Who you does set that? it up and you leave it. Yeah. You don't touch it. Um, wow. Wow. I'm still uh, crying from when I was laughing at the Shang-Chi and the Eleven Rings thing. Um, yeah. So, uh... Australians, for some reason, are the only people who have seen this so far, but I'm assuming that this will be the new PlayStation model going out everywhere. Uh, you can't even go out to stores and buy the old PlayStation model because it's not on shelves. Yep. Trust me, I've we looked. Tried. <laughs> I have looked. Damn it. One day. One day we will have a PlayStation 5, but until then, we're going to go do other things. That's the end of the nightly morning show. Uh, is there anything you want to throw in right at the end here? Um, make sure you download Vikings using my link and not David so that I can pie David in the face. I would also like to say make sure you download Vikings using my link uh, because I would like to pie my wife in the face. Uh, it would mean a lot to me if I could pie her in the face on video. Um, please, 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 please use my link. Um, <laughs> that's going to be it for the nightly morning show for today. <laughs> should, the, should the pie to the face be fansly exclusive? <laughs> let oh David pie God. his wife that's the hashtag let David pie his wife no. is the hashtag no um oh okay I'm gonna God. tweet that right now I'm gonna I'm gonna let, let. it's gonna be let nerdy pie his wife oh um, my god hashtag let I'm not gonna lose Shin nerdy pie I'm gonna send a link out to all my fans his and and hopefully hopefully people wife. do it Thank you, Steak is Meat. Let Clarus pie nerdy. <laughs> Let Clarus pie nerdy. <laughs> That's it. That's the tweet. Right now. Something tells me Clarus might lose this time. I think she might too. No. I think she might too. Um, y'all, that's going to be the end of the morning show. Thank you so much for being here. Y'all are all absolutely the best. 
And um, if you want to keep following us elsewhere, you can follow us across the internet at Nerdy Nightly, at Clark Shakars. If you're watching this on YouTube, like and subscribe to the channel. Hit uh, all the buttons down below. Uh, the dislike button, if you don't like us, leave me comments. We have thick skins, and the algorithm god is hungry. We must feed her. Mm -hmm. uh, as always, you can follow us over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash nerdynightly for me, where we stream this show live every Monday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. You can also follow the Clarooster over at... Twitch.tv slash Clarooster. I posted on Nerdy's channel, a separate YouTube channel. Um, the link's going to be in the comments down below. If you want to watch the Elite Four run from uh, last week that I edited down... Almost broke you. ...for comedy. So uh, definitely check that out. And as always, y'all... My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. Do something nerdy tonight? Bye. Bye.